When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Tiger basketball goes on the road against UAB on Sunday at 4 p.m. And uh, we need to talk about that and some other things going on with that program. So, good time to bring on our man from the Commercial Appeal, Tiger basketball beat writer for them, Jason Munns on X at Munsley. Jason, what's happening, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm better now with the Black Keys uh, intro there. I like that. Well, did we need to bring – I know that you usually have your own music on uh, Giannato and Jeffrey. Or did we – what what would it what would the selection have been today if we would have given you your own? Oh golly! I mean, like it wouldn't have been far off from the Black Keys. Like okay. that, I love that album. That, that's a that's a fantastic album. Uh, came out I think in 2010. Um, yeah, like a lot of people checked out on the Black Keys after that album, but they're still uh, they're still they're still doing good stuff. Yep. As far as what. Let me think. I guess I guess um, the better question would be what would the theme be? Because usually you have a theme behind the way things are going uh, with Memphis basketball when you pick your music. I don't know, something like thin ice. Uh, something something about ice Here we and, go. and being on the on uh shaky ground, something something like that. Yeah, now, uh, as it pertains to Memphis basketball. Now speaking of ice, did you handle the ice last week well or were you all right with driving would, and everything else? I, listen, like I, I will say this. I was in Wichita, obviously, where it was 20, where the wind chill was 20 below, and people in Wichita were like, "That's that's cold for even us." And uh, and you know, Wichita gets cold. I was there last year, and it, it was like, it was like an assault on the tear ducts and the uh, nasal passages when I got out. Uh, like I, I had to I had to fill up my rental car with gas at like four in the morning because I had an early flight, and so it was still dark and it was windy and and like i, I mean just tears were going nuts and, and my right. nose was running because i wasn't prepared for that and then um so but it was colder than that this time but i come back here and obviously uh everything is covered and blanketed and so like the drive back to my house in DeSoto county uh was What's funny is, like, I mean, I made it. It wasn't great, but I made it all the way to my driveway, which has a little bit of an incline. Couldn't get up. Had to get out and had to get out and shovel, you know, two uh, tire tracks. There you go. In the garage. 
Um, but I did it and, 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 and uh, I made it, but it was just funny that I made it all the way from the airport to here and then couldn't even get up my own drive. See, but that's but, not even your worst um, travel story. You told me it was at Cincinnati last year where you, where you got stuck on the road the and had worst. to get out and walk to the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Beautiful. I, I always carry, uh, I always carry two Kroger bags in my backpack everywhere I go. Just to because... cover the shoes. I remember that is one of the most nuts yeah. stories ever. No, Tigers are going to bind right now. Two straight losses in conference. Um, one was a quad three. One was a quad two. They're moving down in bracketology. They did not drop out of the AP poll. Were you surprised by that? I want to start there. Were you surprised by the fact that they didn't drop all the way out of the AP poll? with those two losses last week? No, and I'll say the, the reason why is because it seems like the AP poll is slow to sort of react. Mm-hmm. You know, like Memphis was rolling, they were beating teams, and they were slow to move up the poll. So I thought, I, I mean, I legitimately, I thought, I thought when they lost to Tulane, I was like, ah, I could see them in the 20 to 23 range. I didn't expect them to stay in the top 20. Um, I'll say that, but I did not. I was not surprised when they were still in the top 25, uh, even after the uh, those two losses. Um, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it just seems like the uh, the AP poll is a little bit slower to react than the uh, than the computers. Now, when we talk about what went wrong last week and them losing those games, I, I, I just want your opinion. Do you think there's been overreaction within the fan base? Um, a lot of people talk about Jaden Hardaway's uh, minutes. Jaquan Walton had the injury, but it looks like he'll be healthy enough to play coming up on Sunday. Um, but they have not been playing good perimeter defense. Um, they can't get stops on the stretch of games. And then offensively, a lot of hero ball, not a lot of assists being doled out. Like Ultimately, we know what the talent is on this team. We've seen what they've been able to accomplish. Um, but do you think that there's been an overreaction, or do you think that the reaction is fair given what Penny Hardaway has said uh, sort of following those games? I mean, yes and no. Uh, I mean, like, you know, fans wouldn't be fans if they didn't overreact. Um, and so I think to some of the stuff that has been getting criticized and being and been um, talked about and, and brought up and uh, – and, and reacted to uh, has been a little bit, you know, like I think we're just piling on at this point. Like mm-hmm. it, feel, it feels like we're just piling on uh, with some of that stuff, but there is a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't know about a lot of stuff. There, is, there are some things that where it is warranted, where, where the criticism and the, the scrutiny and the, um, and, and, you know, all that stuff like that. I, I think it is, it is, uh, there is merit to you you listed out uh, the good ones uh the defense has been not good it's been very bad actually mm-hmm. um you know and and then uh the lack of sharing the ball i mean you know it, it's it's uh th- these two things are um critical to to winning basketball games and uh, and, and, and so, yeah, they're, they're really, they're really, uh, the last two games have been pretty ugly in that, in those respects. Um, and so for that reason, you know, you know, criticize away, but I, I do think some of the other stuff's a little bit overboard. Now, uh, there's clearly been a focus on defense, 
um, this week. And Penny said he he g- sort of gave them what three months off as far as hard practices were concerned. They've gotten back to some yeah. uh, intensity in practice. What can you what can you tell us about? that and, and and sort of how the practices have been just sort of talking to I saw David Jones sort of comment to, uh comment on it as well um but like what what type of intensity um are they talking about when it when it comes to the practices and, and how much do you think Penny Hardaway has ratcheted that up well I thought it was very interesting uh when we were we were talking to uh Carl Sharonfront the uh the uh, true freshman who has played sparingly this season uh, we got a chance to talk to him for the first time, and you know he was asked. We asked him about the how how practices have been this week, and he kind of like gave this sort of Cheshire cat grin, uh, like this wry smile, where it was like, oh gosh, if you, if you guys only knew um, what what you know how how that's kind of the way I read it. Like, and am I imagining Herb that, Brooks or Kurt Kurt Russell playing Herb Brooks and Miracle again? Maybe. Again, 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 yes. again maybe. <laughs> uh, I mean, like the, the impression that I've been given uh, about practices this week is it's like 95% defense and then 5% other stuff. Um, it, it, I, th- I don't think Penny is joking around or exaggerating when he says that we are uh, like, like he is, he is bound and determined to get it across to his entire team that they cannot continue to play defense the way they have. Like we have to pay attention to it. We have to commit to it. And, uh, and I think that's what this week has been all about or almost all about 95% of it has been, has been about that. And um, you know, the other part that I found interesting, he, he said this himself on Monday at his coach's show uh, that you know, he, he, he was like, you know, in the first few months of the season and, and, and leading up to the season, I'd kind of I'd kind of give guys a break uh, where normally I wouldn't um, for a variety of reasons. You know, it was interesting that he said part of the reason why was because he was suspended the first three games of the season. And so he just like never felt like he, you know, had like a full handle on on just the the day-to-day operation of the program, it sort of threw him off is the way, is the, the way he kind of uh, explained it. And so um, he said, that's like over. Uh, mm-hmm. like if you're, if you're, you, you gotta be, you gotta be hurt uh, or injured. What, you know, whatever the, whatever the, 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 the dividing line there is, you gotta be over that line in order to miss practice or to, you know, be given some time off, um, yeah, there's no more. Uh, what do they call it in the NBA? They call it uh, load management. There's yeah. none of that. No more of that. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think that's what this week has been all about: is is sort of drilling down on uh, not only not only just defense, but also getting it across to the guys how important it is. Because I think that's part of the that that's really I think kind of been part of the issue is you know guys are like. I'm a scorer. I don't. I don't play defense, and that that attitude sort of gets contagious. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of them just assume, well, we'll just outscore everybody. You know, like we don't have to play that that hard on defense if we can just go down and score more points than the other team. Well, that that's easier, a lot easier said than done. And so I think this week is more about um, changing the mindset than anything else. 
Now we know you've been, you've been following Penny Hardaway for some time now. He's very open and honest about his post game remarks. He gets whatever message he wants out, and he usually conveys it relatively clearly. Unless we're talking about you know the Jordan Brown thing and the sickness, but we'll get to that in a second. Of course. Um, but when it comes to sort of the team chemistry issues he's talked about, I remember after that South Florida game, I truly think it's the first time I've ever heard any coach talk about not being able to play certain guys on the floor together because there may be personality clashes. Was that sort of the first time you've heard something like that out of a coach's mouth? Because some of these things, you know, it's not out of, you know, it's not insane to hear come out of Penny Hardaway's mouth. But for most coaches around the country, you would not hear these type of things being said after a loss. Yeah, I, I don't know that it's because, you know, that sort of thing doesn't go on. You just don't normally hear people talking about it out loud in front of TV cameras and cell phones and uh, and reporters. Um, but you know what? Like, at, at the same time, he's come this far, uh, you know, being this uh, sort of open and unfiltered, uh, like, you know, approach to the way he, he answers questions and, and, and talks to the media and that sort of thing. And so, I mean, like, you know, sitting in my seat, I, I, I appreciate it beyond belief. Like it's, 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 it's certainly better than coach speak and, uh, you know, three and four word answers. Like, I mean, like, let's be honest, like that's, that that stuff can go somewhere else, but um, but yeah, you just don't you don't hear that sort of stuff talked about openly, you know, in that space. But does it surprise me that he that he does it? No, because that's like he he he's done that. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. For years, um, he did it two years ago uh, when it was you know Amani Bates versus the veterans, uh, the the Landers Nollies and the Lester Quinoneses. Um, you know he 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 spoke very frankly, uh, you know, in, in last year when they were struggling uh, midseason, he he had no issue, uh, you know, talking about talking about this or that and so um but yeah it, it's it's i'm sure, again i i have no doubt that 
there's personality clashes probably on every team. And, 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 you know, it's, it's probably some, you know, here and there, it's probably uh, a thing that happens where guys, you know, get to the point where they don't, or they're, you know, there's such a clash that they, they just don't work well together. Maybe they don't actually come right out and say, I'm not going to play with that guy. Like I, I will not be on the floor when that guy's on the floor. Um, but you know, if, if their play suffers because they're on the floor with that guy, then, then you got to do some stuff. And maybe that's what he meant. We should, we should have probably uh, asked him to clarify, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was certainly, uh, illuminating. <laughs> yeah. Comments. Yeah. Now, um, how much of these last two losses, like, cause I just look around college basketball and it's chaos every year when you get to some of these in-conference opponents on the road, uh, some good teams just take losses. I remember last year UConn wins the national championship, but what did they lose? Five or six games in conference all in January. Yep. Like how much do you just chalk it up to this? Is These are the dog days of the season. These are where teams sort of let uh, let their foot off the gas at times, let go of the rope, and get a little bit uncomfortable. How much do you just chalk it up to that with this particular team? Almost all of it. Right. Yeah. The problem – like it, it is. It, it really is. I mean, like you know, Tulane. Listen, Memphis doesn't play well in that in that building. They have not played well in that building. I, listen, I looked this up before the game. I looked this up. Since 2015, Memphis has played one game in that building where the final score was uh, by more than seven points. The, the score differ, the final score differential was by more than seven points. Every other game but that one since 2015 has been seven, decided by seven points or fewer. There's been a couple of overtime games. Memphis has now lost three straight in New Orleans. Like, something is just – there's something there. You know what right. I mean? Like, that, that's just one of those ones where you chalk it up and you move on. They don't play well there. Whatever. Now, the one at home – you got a twenty-point lead early in the second half. You, <laughs> yeah. You no no you real excuse for that one. Nope, you let it go. Um, you know, you can't you can't really excuse that one. But again, uh, as you were pointing to, like this happens across the country. What Duke last week at home lost to a team that's under five hundred. Yep. At home, Pitt goes into Cameron. And beats Duke, and yet Duke is still 14th in the country. And what's their best win this season? Like Michigan State, mm-hmm. six-loss Michigan State, or whatever they are. Um, you know what I mean? So, like, I think where where the where the trouble comes in is for Memphis is that they just don't have enough like good opportunities left to atone for these sort of things. Like that's why. It, that's why it feels so much worse when they lose at home to a South Florida. They go on the road to against a Tulane team that just lost to UTSA uh, after beating Memphis. Um, that's why it hurts so much to lose those games for Memphis, no matter what they did in the non-conference, because they just don't have a ton of uh, opportunities left to make up for it. But yeah, they got the FAU games, which, you know, I think this morning FAU is like, around 30 and if they don't finish in the top 30 then that home game against FAU is going to be a quad two game right like everybody's been pen- everybody's been penciling in both FAU games as a quad as quad one game uh well if FAU doesn't get its act together then that game is going to be a quad two game the home game is so 
Um, and then an SMU loses last night. Maybe that's going to not be a, uh, you know, there, there was a chance that that was going to be a quad one game because they're playing well this season, but then they go and lose to North Texas. And so, um, yeah, there's just not enough, there's not enough uh, opportunities for Memphis to absorb uh, those kinds of losses the way other teams can. So, yeah, I think, I think these sorts of things just happen even to good teams, Memphis is just unfortunately in a situation where their conference is uh, holding them back. Now, what do you think about the net ultimately and, and sort of what, what it is as a metric? I th- obviously, I know that margin of victory in these games in the AAC would mean something. They'd move up the net if they were winning these games by a lot more. And certainly not lose. You can't lose them. You can't lose them. But based on their resume, right. the fact that they're 58 still kind of blows my mind. Even with the it's backdrop my, of losing two games in a row last week, I still find it insane that they're 58th in the net. I'm with you. Um, I, I think it's probably too smart for its own good. Uh, like, like I think there's too too many variables. I think in the in the in the mix with the net. Um, now, this is where I kind of talk out of both sides of my mouth here. Like, I, I can fully recognize and admit that the net has flaws mm-hmm. but i can also admit that the decision makers the selection committee they pay attention to they it. pay attention to it <laughs> that's for sure and that's for damn sure and and therefore it has we we have to pay attention to it and i'm not saying every fan needs to pay attention to it like if you if you think it's baloney and 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 you you hate it with every fiber fiber of your being that's fine but you have to understand that it means something to the decision makers and you know, it's like one of those necessary evil type of things. Like you get, you, you got to play ball with it because it's, it's what they use, you know, and it's not the only thing they use. Of course, I did a story a couple of weeks ago where I talked to Bart Torvik and Jerry Palm and, and, you know, guys who understand analytics and metrics and the selection, you know, the inner workings of the selection committee and, you know, they say that they, you know, they, they, the selection committee also takes into account many other things, um, more results-based uh, uh, metrics as opposed to the predictive metrics. But at the same time, you know, this, this, the net was designed by the NCAA, and it's the NCAA who's deciding the seating. So, uh, you know, like it or not, it's what they, it's, it's kind of the thing they lean on the most, and. And that it just—it's one of those "is what it is" things, um, but I do think it—I do think it has some pretty serious flaws. Last couple of things for Jason Munns, Tiger basketball beat reporter for the commercial appeal. Now, uh, I, I think you have to talk about expectations before I ask this next next question. But the expectation, especially with what they did in the non-con, is to get out of that eight-nine game, so get a top-seven seed. I think that's that's pretty simple, um, and, and what everybody sort of wants. In, in Memphis basketball circles. With that, is their margin for error completely gone now with those two losses last week? I no, I don't no, I don't think so. Um I just think I part of the reason I say that is because there is still a, a good amount of the season there's like a third of the season left or a little more than a third of the season left. And so teams like Texas A and M can get it together um and that'll help Memphis uh, uh, you know, like let's say Clemson gets it together, Virginia gets it together. Those, those, ty- you know, if those things happen, if those, you know, all the teams that are that are really not playing well, um, that that a lot of people assumed 
would be much better than they are, there's still time for them to get it together. I think that will help uh, Memphis if that happens. But, you know, as I was saying before, you still got FAU twice. The, the road game, at least, the road game almost certainly is going to be a, a quad one game. Um, the, SM, the game at SMU should be uh, a quad one game. The game at North Texas uh, should be, could be a quad one game. If not, it's going to be a high quad two game. So there still are some very spare uh, chances for, for Memphis to improve its resume. Um, if last year taught us anything, though, the conference tournament doesn't really count for a whole lot when it comes to seeding. Um, you know, Memphis went out and beat the number one team in the country last year in Houston on, 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 on Selection Sunday, and they still were just an eight seed. Um, so, you know, you can't rely too much on the conference tournament. Like, if you're thinking a third, a third crack at FAU, like, let's say, you know, you beat them twice in the regular season, and, and you're thinking, well, maybe we can get them one more time in the in a tournament that might bump us up a seed line or something like that. Well, it didn't work last year. So uh, I wouldn't count on it this year, but no, I, I don't think that the, like if you, if you lost the game at FAU, I don't think that that means you're going to be on the eight, nine line. Like you're pretty, yeah. you know, you're pretty close to it now. You're about a six. I would say right now, if the season ended today, you'd probably be a six seed, but um, you know, let's say they rip off, uh, uh, 11 game, 11 wins in a row before they go into that finale at FAU, and, and let's say they lose it, finish 11 and one. Well, that means they're what 26 and five going into the conference tournament. I think that team, uh, a team with that resume and that record, uh, is is fine um, to to you know not be on the eight nine line, but. Uh, the margin of error is very slim, but I don't think it's completely gone. Now, last quick thing, Jordan Brown's going to be back. We don't have much time. I just sort of need a, a confirmation on my thought process here, and this is sort of something I've been talking about. From the outside looking in, it sort of looks like this was more of a, a staff decision than a player decision. Am I am I uh, sort of on the right page with that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could go into more detail, but yes, that, right. that, that was the uh, yes. The coaching staff came to the decision like, when hey, David Jones was it, when David Jones says it's weird. That's uh, it sort of gave it away. Yeah, I mean, I but I also you know he also followed that up quickly and said, look, we we also understand that in order to get where we want to go, it'd be nice to you know it, it would help us to to be as strong as we possibly can on the court and so we understand as veterans that that's you know part of it and so i think that's kind of you know he pretty much told it as as it you know just like it is yep for sure well jason i appreciate it have a good weekend and uh safe travels to birmingham thank you gabe he is jason munns from the commercial appeal now we need to go ahead and get up out of here the Grizzlies are back home versus the Magic tonight. We have pregame to send you off to with Jessica Benson, and then the game will start at 7 o'clock. But thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.